Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live. I don't think I've ever seen you throw, turn the microphones on with such gusto. It's flair. Flair, I'm yes. adding or, flair, hopefully to inspire young people with my... Well, who will see it besides me and possibly Lynn Hall, who I believe is over there? Tell young people. Okay. Hey, he did a really flary job of turning on the microphones this morning. What a flourish it Thank was. Thank you. Yes, with a, it's the follow-through. You know, see, anybody can turn up the pot, but you got to have this swinging arm that goes up around the I other side. I was impressed, let me tell you. Thank you very much. <laughs> on the marks, I see. I aim to please. On the mark, sponsored by the. Well, your sun- aim is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkokid.com. And uh, let's see. You can text us at seven zero two three six. Include the keyword OTM. Oh, look who it is. Yes, it's EB. EB's a little. But you know, it's amazing now. The Democrats are banning, going to ban our gas stoves. What? Some one of the one, somebody's funny said. Next thing you know, the Biden administration will be banning the wheel because wheels run over people and people can be hurt with wheels. Mm. But not yeah. if they're properly used. But not if the gas stove is properly used. How many people do you know that have dropped dead from all these terrible things that gas stoves are supposedly doing? Well, in what way do gas stoves contribute to asthma? I don't know. Okay. Well, maybe you should bone up on the topic. <laughs> well, you tell you me. <laughs> well, you you have no you, idea. Well, then why are you even I'm commenting? Just, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying that your comments are out of line because well, you, you're uninformed. Do you believe it makes common sense to get rid of gas stoves? And double zero, no. No, neither do I. I think the Democrats have gone far beyond the pale here. I mean, far beyond. Is it a Democratic thing? It's 100 percent Democrats. Versus yes, it's 100%, not. You, okay. I can't find any Republican who this morning who's saying yes. Let's get rid of these damnable gas stoves. They're killing us. And who are the Democrats that are supporting this? The people in whatever the administration cockamamie group was that came up with the idea. Well, like the Consumer Product Safety Commission? Is that who it was? I don't remember. Who I'm looking in the store. Yes, the product safe, Consumer Product Safety Commission told Bloomsburg News that the agency is considering a ban on gas stoves, reportedly out of concern for the environment and people's personal health. And yet, I, as I pointed out yesterday, cigarettes remain perfectly legal to sell, and they are demonstratively cause of cancer. Yeah, but then with cigarettes, you know that if you use them properly, it could kill you, but gas stoves, it may not be obvious to people that they have some noxious fumes. And and yeah, right. I'd, I'd be interested to have you bone up on this and actually bring the information right, so to suppose, the table. So suppose you walk into a room and someone is smoking. Your personal health is now at risk, right? Are you allowed to throw water on them, assuming <laughs> they are on fire? Uh, you, yes, absolutely. That's you the, are. That's the proper way to deal with somebody who's smoking in a room. Where do you go into now where there's a room where people are smoking? Oh, it's hard to find one anymore. Hunting cabin, maybe. Some well, bars. You can walk outside. I, I noticed some places have signs outside, outside saying no smoking within like 50 feet of the building or something okay. like that. But I've walked into buildings where I can smell that people have been standing outside smoking. Right. 
you know. So usually they have them off to the side. But I'm talking about area. if if our goal is people's personal health, mm-hmm. then why allow them to be sold at all? If we're going to ban right. gas stoves, then why don't we ban cigarettes well, in completely in Well, banning gas seems a little onerous. I mean, what if you have a, a stove that's sealed up and doesn't leak and has a, a, a vent hood that takes the exhaust out? What's wrong with that? Well, they're going to tell me next that I can't fire up my propane grill in the summer because the gas propane is somehow... No, I think outdoors is okay. Why? Because well, it, it's it, you're outdoors. How long do you cook? Or you don't have the gas on long all day long, cook? right? I, the, the total amount of time I cooked last year was zero. Well, are you, are your wife, how long does your lovely bride cook on a daily basis? Ten, ten minutes to an hour every day. Okay, every day. Ten minutes to an hour. Well, I mean, if I bring home something, it only takes her ten minutes to heat it up properly. Okay, so does she heat it up on the stove or in the microwave? Gas stove. Okay. Now they she's say trying that, to kill me. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's right. She's doing you in. Uh, you know, they say that the microwaves are bad, too, if you, st- you can't stand in front of a microwave. Well, no. Oh, I didn't know that. Don't microwave the cat to dry it out. Well, I mean, that's, that's a bad advice. idea, yeah, right? Yeah, that's okay. sound advice, yeah. So what are, we, what are we going to do next? How, how much is the government going to protect us from everything that could possibly go wrong so in our lives? So you're saying if you're a Republican, you should be able to microwave cats. <laughs> well, if you want to, that's, that's what your you're choice. you're saying. <laughs> Not only to dry them off. You should Once be they're dry, that would be fine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Don't do this, folks. Come on. No, come on. Now, nobody in their right mind is going to microwave a cat. And, you know, no argument there. I, I will agree with you completely Moving on that. On. But seriously, let's take a look at this from, from the bottom line up. Well, a ban who, is too who much. Gains, who gains from this? We know the electric industry. We're already saying the electric grid is in peril. It's in rough shape. Well, probably the gas stove industry. If 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 I, I don't think anybody's going to ban gas stoves, but if you uh, require folks or encourage them to have a fresh air source near the stove, that requires a venting situation. That do you most have a window in your stove, kitchen? Uh, You're concerned about it? Open yeah, the window. Yeah, we really don't open those particular windows very much. Well, then there's your problem. You have to find a way to open those well, windows. Well, they do open, but I just choose not to. All right. Well, then you're, you're making we'll an assessment little. about your own personal health. You're saying, someone has told me that picking my nose and breathing in a gas stove are bad for me. Mm-hmm. So I won't do either one of those things. Or I will open the window mm-hmm. when I'm cooking. Yeah, people problem solved. forget about fresh air when they're using gas products. But you, because you don't need them. I mean, how many times have you seen, that, let's say gas, gas is bad. If you burn wood, if you burn wood in your fireplace, do you have a fireplace? Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, burn, no, 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 we don't. Uh, well, we moment. do. We have wood in our fireplace. When we, burn, when we burn wood in that fireplace, there is dirt that accumulates in the house, dust, which what? I assume we breathe. Yeah, the ash. What's it doing in the house? It's supposed to go up the chimney. It does, but then you have to clean the grate out, don't you? You have to okay. clean out oh, the bottom of the fireplace, and the dust comes flying out of there. It comes escaping. You know, yeah. so what? what is what is that? Is that good or is that bad? That's no, that's got to be bad for that's you, very too. Bad. We should ban you. <laughs> ban fireplaces. No, ban you. Okay, no, I think we ban fireplaces. Okay. You know, if you stick your head next to the exhaust pipe of a car, you can wind up dead. <laughs> Let's ban cars. Yeah, isn't you know? Well, look properly at all the safe used cars don't hurt anybody. Have you ever bought a ladder recently? Guns don't hurt anybody properly. Used. No, you're right. But have you bought a ladder recently? Sure. All right. Have you seen all the warning stickers oh, yeah, on it's a ladder? Down one side and down the other. Yeah. My favorite is the thing that drops down to hold the bucket of paint. Says this is not a step. Right. Okay. <laughs> I figured that out for myself. But if we're going to put warnings on things, yeah. But haven't you ever stepped on it? 
No. The, the paint tray? No, I haven't. Well, then you haven't lived. Why? Well, I, I assume when you get that it wouldn't support my weight. ladder and you need another eight feet, you have to stand on the step. The well, you stand on the step. top step if you're willing to t- trust right, your balance. Right, you can do that, but if you only need to go up seven feet, then you can step on the, t- on the paint tray. Why don't you buy a ten-foot ladder, then? Oh, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Who needs a 10-foot ladder? Then you wouldn't... Well, I have a 20-foot extension ladder at Yeah, home. but you can't get a 10-foot step ladder in your house. Well, I could try. <laughs> but well, you seriously, put it up. if you're going to do this stuff, slap another warning label on a gas stove saying how, what the warning required. read. No, but breathing in this might cause asthma. Yeah, it's funny that this came out. We hadn't really talked much about asthma, although this has kind of been bubbling in the background a little bit. Consumer Reports started talking about it a couple of years ago, that uh, natural gas exhaust and or leaked natural gas from leaky systems can contribute to asthma. That much has sort of been a little bit talked about, but not as though it's a big danger. I think the common sense thing is that if you live in a home that is really well sealed, like a lot of new homes are well sealed, you need a source of fresh air. If you're going to exhaust something, if you're going to burn something in a sealed home, you need some fresh air. Well, don't you think most sealed homes have some sort of provision in their systems to in bring in fresh air? I don't, I'm going to say I don't know. You would think so, but I certainly, you go on a lot of homes where you slam the front door and it makes the windows pop, you know, and so that would mean you don't really well, have... Put a window, put a warning on the front door. Warning, there is no fresh air in this home. Right. So, well, you can. You tell need them. to do something about right. it. So, I don't know. I just look at yeah, this, this, this insane, bad. this insane idea that the government has to protect us from every single thing in our lives. Ban everything. Let's make our life miserable in the name of protecting our health. Next thing you know, they ran out of ma- the masking issue because it's been pretty well debunked that the masks are doing anything good to prevent COVID. I saw that the latest, um, what are they called, Draken, or I forget what the latest, what the latest variant of uh, COVID is. Oh, I didn't ask you catch Kraken. The name of- it's called. Kraken. Oh, wow. They're calling it Kraken. Kraken. All right. Well, they're saying that that is even more contagious than any of the prior uh, variants that have been out there. So, you know, masks aren't working for that. They aren't working for other things. The government, you know, comes up with these well-intentioned ideas that are just insane on the surface, and they're all designed to control our lives and protect under the guise of protecting us. Uh, what is it about you people right on the left there. that you feel oh, the need yeah, to control our lives? It's a Democratic thing. All right, yeah. Well, I'm a Democrat, and I say don't ban stoves, okay? If you want well, to good. I'm proud that there's at least one Democrat here with common a warning. sense. <laughs> I like that. Slap a warning label on him. You can see the uh, woman in the factory. Slap. She puts a new label on it. And now we have Joe Biden. And, I, you know, this is my, my morning for, for a while. pet peeves this morning. The, the Democrats now, that Joe Biden has been found to have had classified documents in his possession for years. Now they're na- they're not saying how appalling this was. When it was Donald Trump, I remember one of the talking heads saying, even if he only had one document in his possession, it is a it's a, a danger, threat to democracy. Well, I think President Biden said he was surprised they were there. He didn't know that. Well, President he, Trump knew they were there. He doesn't know what day it is, so he's surprised well, by almost everything. Right, so there's no <laughs> criminal intent there, but President Trump says he knew they were there and he declassified them, which is a false... He thought about it. Oh, that, that, well, he, but that's how he did it, right, through this thought process. But seriously, I mean, now now their whole focus on the Democratic side is not saying that it's bad that you had these documents. It's that Trump was much worse than Biden. You know, 
when it was just Trump, it was awful. Just having them, think, even having one was terrible. But it was going to end equal. the republic. You say they're equal? No, they're not equal. Oh. I'm, I'm, I think Donald Trump's were so far. Democrats are right. Is that far right? Worse. Yes, but that's not the point. Oh, okay. The point is that he had. Top secret documents in his possession Just illegally. Classified, not top secret. Well, now supposedly at least some of the designations said top secret. Oh, I didn't catch that. Okay, good. Now right. maybe that reporting was inaccurate. It was on CBS and they broke the story, so I gather they got no, it right. I, I think that's worth considering that maybe some is. All right, folks, we're going to open up the phone lines. We'd love to hear from you. The topic of your selection, if you wish to talk about the secreted documents that were stolen by uh, President Biden and kept uh, deliberately illegally in an unlocked closet in plain sight laying out on the floor and showing them to various uh, people. Oh, he wasn't showing them to people. Oh, wait, that was Trump. I'm sorry. But President Biden had Trump wasn't showing them to people either, was he? I didn't hear. Well, I never heard that he was waving. laying in plain sight. Okay. But that doesn't mean... I don't but he wasn't he saying, hey, come on down, I got some secret documents here I'd like to show you. documents for you. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about banning gas stoves. Believe it or not, the Consumer Product Safety Commission, instead of saying, well, geez, maybe we should look at this carefully and dis- later decide, saying, well, maybe a ban is possible. So why is that a good idea? Uh, let's see. You can contact us. Well, let me tell you, our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1950. 4th Street, Sunbury, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. First caller of the day and the last one before a quickie break. Go ahead, Bill. You're on the mark. Hey, uh, in regards to Ben Dunn Biden, uh, Trump, like the president, is the only one that can declassify any kind of top secret uh, documents, right? Uh, once it might have been top secret at the time, but once, like, say the event is over, it's no longer top secret, right? And Trump is the president's the only one that could could uh, remove any any anything like that, right? Now Biden, vice president, he's no different than me and you. If he takes anything out of their top secret, he could be prosecuted at the highest level. Now, they raided Mar-a-Lago. Why aren't they raiding this? The, the stuff sat there at the University of Pennsylvania for six years, right, in the library that anybody could have seen. No, no, this it's was crazy. at uh, Biden's think tank in Washington, D.C. Uh, no, Washington, not a pen, it was the University of Pennsylvania's library. I thought think it was in tank. Washington. It's I the think, think too. tank at University of Penn. Okay. Oh, well, he was, he was working at the university or for the University of Pennsylvania at the time, but I thought it was his Washington office where he had, um, where he had his professorial office, if you will. <laughs> I, I'm pretty no, sure it was in where, D.C. Where is the, where is the, 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 the guns, the, the, the raid? And, and even if he had them, you have to understand this. Even if he had them, a vice president is not allowed to remove anything. Only the president can that's in law. Yeah, you're right. The president I'm... is the only one that can declassify. The stuff that Trump had might have been like, hey, an escort, we're going to run through uh, Sunbury. And everything prior to that is top secret with the route where the, the guns are going to be placed, the Secret Service is going to be placed. Once the event's over, it's no longer top secret. It's declassified. And that's what Trump had, declassified stuff after previous events. You don't understand. Like, you don't understand how these Democrats are, like, corrupt. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm checking the store here, and it was in Washington. His office was in Washington, D.C. But it was it, it was related to his work at the his University Washington, of Pennsylvania. Right. His wa- it, listen, they already came out and said they found it in the library. It came forward. It was on CBS. CBS. It was in the library. And here's the boot, right? The, the University of China is uh, up to $54 million contributing to the University of Penn to get their... Uh, their elite people into uh, our educational system, where yeah. a, a Pennsylvania student gets booted out. Yeah, the University of Santa for Chinese student. The president said, "Quote: When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me. When I w- and you believe them, when I- and you believe that <laughs> that the." The freaking guy don't even know what day of the week it is. He don't even know how to tie his shoes. Well, <laughs> he had an office in Washington that the University of Pennsylvania set up for him. That much is clear. Whether he's yeah, to funnel funnel his money through through uh, his his scumbag kid Hunter. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. There's the rest of the story. That's Thank it. you. You got we it. Got it going now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, you know Thank what? you. Yes, we know it. All right. Super. The writing's on the wall. He's a vice president. He's not allowed to have it. Bottom line. The what? vice president's not allowed to remove anything. Right. There's no argument that there's improper handling of classified material underway here. Nobody's arguing that at all whatsoever. Even the president who said, I didn't even know they were there. But how did they How did they get there? Nobody seems interested in I, I agree with you, Bill. No one seems interested in how they well, got there. I think there. that's what the U.S. attorney is going to find out. And how did he... He's right. The vice president would not presumably have access. Why not? Well, he, he may be with, shown them, but I don't think he, they're... He might have access, but he can't remove them. Right. Well, I they agree. Must, they must have sent him to him, or he took him from the White House. Aha, there's what he <laughs> there's did. He what stole he did. him from the White House. <laughs> he, he might well him, have. That's it, and then he secretly hit him in hey, a closet. He's... he's, he's uh, it's, it's it's proven he's 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 incompetent like his kid turning in laptops and and taking videos and all that. It, it's it's the fa- it's ran it's runs in the family. All right, we got you. Okay, right. Bill. Anything Thanks, Bill. else? Anything else? Uh, later. Have a good day. Hey, thank you, too. Buddy. Take thank care. You. All right. There's one side of the story. We invite all comers to express their viewpoints comparably. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. (laughs) 
All right, in the weeks ahead, you'll hear more candidates on the radio. A lot of folks running for uh, what, DA and magistrates and judges around here have an opportunity to come on WKOK's On the Mark program. We'll have the Democratic candidate for state senate in the 27th district. Uh, well, she's been invited, so she can come on in the weeks ahead. The uh, uh, Not the Independent, but the Libertarian Party candidate, too, will have an opportunity to come on the radio. So that will be the weeks ahead. But we got open phones right now, banning gas stoves, and the Vice President Joe Biden's office in Washington, D.C. had some classified Cram documents in it. full of comprehensive classified documents had the nuclear, threatening the national security. Right, it was awful. The nuclear codes in it, plus the secrets about gas stoves, all secreted <laughs> away. So <laughs> the president says he knew nothing about them and doesn't know what they are. But uh, hmm. wouldn't you at least try to find out what they were before you send them back so you know what you well, were doing? Well, did you notice with? yesterday when he was asked about this during his press conference with the uh, Mexican president, yeah. he was reading it. It was on a piece of paper. His response was on a piece of paper. So, again, another setup where someone asked Biden a question, and he has to read the response. He can't just he tell you what to, he had. Well, he did ad lib a little bit around it, and he messed up the response because he said some of it was in a locked box, and that's not what it was. It was in a closet. Well, Joe Biden says a lot of things, most of which are, are wrong. either wrong or, <laughs> or ridiculous. lies. And, you know, and, and he's so much better than Donald Trump, who also spoke lies when he opened his mouth. Someone once said, what's that old line? If his lips are moving, he's lying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we have two emails here. One is from E.B., who uh, who's... Anti-Republicanism knows no day off. I mean, it's just (laughs) constant, unremitting. She said, yesterday the House Republicans, and sometimes she's right, unfortunately, yesterday the House Republicans established a new panel that plans to investigate the Justice Department over, among other things, the special counsel's probe of Donald Trump. The orange idiot has been out of office for two years, but their primary focus is still protecting him from the consequences of his own actions in inciting an insurrection against our country. So much for the party of personal responsibility Responsibility, I guess. Even more ironically, one of the people expected to be on the committee is Pennsylvania's own Scott Perry, who, you may recall, had his cell phone seized by the federal agents over his role in trying to overturn the 2020 election. In other words, Perry could be part of overseeing the very people who are investigating him. Other likely members include people who sought pardons from Trump after the Capitol riot. Let's face it, if they felt they needed to be pardoned, they previously, they obviously think they broke the law. Appointing people who are being investigated to oversee the people investigating them, presumably to protect themselves from the consequences? That's insanely unethical, even for the GOP. Of course, no one listening this morning will care, because anything the Republicans do is fine and defensible, and we need to get back to criticizing Democrats as quickly (laughs) as possible. E.B., you will have some credit with me the day you actually criticize a Democrat for anything. Well, maybe Republicans certainly deserve a fair amount of criticism, and part of what she says here I agree with. But, you know, just to always blame the Republicans. Everything Republican is bad, everything Democrat is, we just sweep it under the table. Well, Scott Perry has a famous picture of him wearing a face mask that when fa- masking was required on the floor of the Congress, it was a black mask with white letters on it that said, Trump won. And, of course, <laughs> you, you would see that, and no matter what they were talking about, you'd see the that Trump won. The numeral one or right. the word one? Uh, uh, W-O-N or O-N-E? W-O-N. He won the election, and, of course, he was a denier, or still is. And so that's, should you really have him doing any sort of ethical or investigation matter when his main face mask during the pandemic was the one that said Trump won? I mean, can you rely on 
found somebody who wears that mask to be an objective observer of any ethic or, or justice. Well, the Democrats have their topic. share of ethically challenged people, no too. Argument there. I'm, no, I'm just talking about, about Scott Perry. He's compromised like 20 times over. Although he did make sense last week for a short time. Really? What did he say that made sense to you? Oh, he wants... Oh, God, what was it? He <laughs> wants a balanced budget, stop borrowing from our great-grandchildren, well, and he wants argue the that. southern U.S. border sealed up. Uh, come on, now. <laughs> Who's going to do that in Washington? That's <laughs> not how we live, Scott. <laughs> That's not how things go. Well, I mean, there are people... Look at the guy. I forget what his name is now. It's terrible. I can't remember. Oh, uh, from California, the congressman who uh, they call the pencil neck geek. Do you remember who that is? can't think of his name at the moment. Uh, but, you know, he had all this proof that Trump that was absolutely positive, proof positive. Oh, Trump, Schiff. Schiff. Yeah, you got Adam a block Schiff. on his name. I do. I don't know why that is. I think because of its closeness to another word that represents something unpleasant. A skiff? You mean Schiff. a small boat? <laughs> no. The first three letters of which... A riff on a guitar? <laughs> no. <laughs> Keep um, going. <laughs> a ship that you float on? <laughs> Let's just say it can be highly odorific. Oh, number two. <laughs> You're right. So, <laughs> so maybe I, I worry about his fun. name. You must be fun in in uh, in charades. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> um, two. You ought to see me do Birth of a Nation. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't even know where to go. <laughs> anyway. Anyhow, Pat Davidson uh, signed this email and says, "Hello, guys. Writing to you from the border town of Mission, Texas." This fairly well summarizes the feeling about our uh, clueless leader's rest stop and photo op in El Paso last Sunday. The only thing authentic that occurred was Governor Abbott's letter to Biden that laid the blame squarely at the feet of Biden and included real solutions to fix the problem, which will probably be ignored. He still has no idea what goes on down here and the cost in dollars and human misery. During his three-hour stop, more than 500 invaders crossed illegally into the area where he was, but the Democrats showing him around didn't let him see that sad days for america please pray for our nation all right thank you pat good comment yeah then you can insert uh, biden and put president obama's name in there and any one of the bushes and well, president obama Trump. was the porter in chief he at least had some credibility well but and put any congressperson's name in there too they've been ignoring this for the half a century you're listening to News Radio 10, and Biden's the worst. No argument there, okay? We'll stipulate that. This is WKOK Summer, WKOK News Time, 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe. Hey, I'm right here, buddy. Cross me, actual conservative as opposed to me who's a fakey liberal. But uh, we would invite you to call us and give us your actual viewpoints. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. we got two good emails pending, so 
we will re- read those very shortly. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Some very brief news headlines here. Sunbury's wetland project is progressing. Former Mayor Kurt Karlovich updates us on the Sunbury Wetland Ecological Educational Park or Sweep. He says the sponsor list for the park is growing with 15 businesses and other entities stepping up to support the park with donations, volunteerism, or services. There will be work parties this year, the first of which is February 26th at 10 a.m. Part of the park is a trail that is sponsored by Evangelical Community Hospital called the Evan Community Hospital Wellness Trail. Snyder County Magisterial District Judge John Reed says he will not seek a third term on the bench. Judge Reed announced this week he'd only get to serve two of the six years because of the age limit. So he has served since 2012 and said it's been a real honor and privilege. And like all magistrates, wisely credits his, quote, very capable staff, unquote, for really doing all the work. Well, he didn't. <laughs> he did not say that. I'm exaggerating there. But we know they do all the work. The annual report's been released on continued efforts to clean up the Chesapeake Bay, which gets its largest source of freshwater from Pennsylvania. WKOK's Tory Gates reports experts say there's a lot of room for improvement. The 2022 State of the Bay report grades the Chesapeake with a D+. This is due in part to little fluctuation of numerous indicators and climate change. Harry Campbell is PA Science Policy and Advocacy Director. He says the commitments to pollution reduction do not match with action and adds the new head of the DEP must put people first. Over the last 20 years or so, the agency has been essentially hollowed out to the point of reaching staffing levels not seen since the mid-90s a few years ago. In the last few years, our state budgets have started to incrementally reinvest in the agency and its people. Campbell notes Pennsylvania has not held up its end in funding the cleanup and lacks in technical assistance and outreach. Tory Gates, News Radio 1070 WKOK. You should recognize the names of Russ Redding and Cindy Adams-Dunn. They are state secretaries who will be asked to stay on. Cindy Adams-Dunn runs DCNR, and Russ Redding is heading the Agriculture Department and currently doing a fabulous job on the State Farm Show. One other individual named yesterday, Rich Negron, is nominated now to be Secretary of Environmental Protection in Pennsylvania. All of these nominees come from Josh Shapiro. President Biden spoke for the first time in public about the classified documents found in his former D.C. think tank office that was sponsored by the University of Pennsylvania before wrapping up his trip to Mexico Tuesday. Mr. Biden told reporters that the White House is cooperating fully with the Justice Department review. Former Vice Pres- A former vice president has also spoken about the documents, which are now subject to more than one investigation, as we hear from this report from CBS News correspondent Jared Hill. The Republican-led House Oversight Committee announced it's launching a probe of its own. This inquiry has drawn comparison to the investigation into former President Trump's handling of classified documents. There ought to be equal treatment under the law. A source familiar with the Biden review told CBS News that Justice Department officials are exploring whether there are additional classified documents in other locations. Pence's comment came from a recent CBS News interview. Babe, did you hear the latest news on CBS at the top of the hour? You were out of the room. President Biden was informed of the existence of the documents on the very day they were found, and yet he did not order the immediate release of the information to the American public. He sat on it. Wonder why? Well, I think the election was days away. Right. He didn't want to didn't want to take the risk of having the election spoiled for the Democrats. <laughs> he might he might be losing his faculties, but he's still one of the 
quintessential politicians, <laughs> politicians right. in America. All right, we do have some other headlines here to scan through. Prince Harry's autobiography came out Tuesday, and it's already broken records in the U.K., becoming the fastest-selling nonfiction book there ever. It's also the top-selling book on Amazon, according to early sales data. It was sold It sold more than 400,000 copies on the first day, the publisher says. The only other books to have sold more on their first day are Harry Potter books, as they came out. It must be the name Harry. Okay, well, I'm sure that's uh, right. Yeah, excellent point. Yeah, who would have known that? Yep. Let's write a book with the name Harry in it, and, and we'll it, be a bestseller right well, away. Right. Write one about Harry Truman. Do you think that would sell a gazillion copies? You know a lot about him. Mm, I don't know how many it would sell. <laughs> <laughs> but if we wove in Dumbledore and, uh, you know, the Hogwarts Academy, push, we might get somewhere right, with it. Right, if you talk about the time Harry was Harry Truman was pushed into a dog bowl, that would sell. Right. All right, let's see. Uh, CBS also saying new gun laws to protect children are working. There is now strong evidence child access prevention laws drastically lower the number of kids accidentally dying by gun violence. Also laws that set the minimum wage to buy firearms to 21 resulted in decreased suicides and intimate partner homicides among teens and young adults. Also making an impact are the private seller background check requirements and state laws stopping those subject to domestic violence restraining orders from possessing firearms. You remember we did have some bipartisan firearms legislation and uh, signing last year. Uh, let's see. Joe, I know you don't believe in climate change, but according to your well, opinion... I do. The climate changes every day. All right, absolutely. Some days it rains. Some days it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> anyway, according to European scientists, 2022 was one of the hottest years on record. And if that sounds familiar, it's because the last eight years have been the eight warmest on record. Europe had its hot hottest summer ever, with a little more than two degrees hotter than average. Temperatures have gone up by an average of one degree per year since 2014. Okay. And uh, let's see. Since President Biden's college debt forgiveness plans is now in the hands of the conservative U.S. Supreme Court, the Biden administration came up with a plan B. Lower income borrowers could see lower loan repayment plans and still have the ability to wipe out their debt faster. The plan B version has a bunch of hurdles and red tape. The worst part is that the Office of Federal Student Aid is in the middle of a funding crisis. The money received so far is not enough to run the programs Congress planned for. Yeah, Not I know, this current Congress, however. Yeah, they want to do things that the president can do that change the terms of the loans. If you're an earner and you're slowly paying, if you have a job and you're slowly paying back the loans, they'll give you more mm. forgiveness than you're already entitled to, so or that they've already offered. Plan so B. Let me ask you a question about Plan B. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how giving them an extended payment plan allows them to pay off their debt faster. Is there a detail missing from that story? A lower payment plan, so you pay back less of the loan. Is what, is oh, what in other CBS words, they're saying, oh, well, that's a lower payback plan to me. Yeah, would be the, the monthly payments were lower, but you're saying that they borrow $10 and they only have to pay back 6 Yeah, something like that. Let me see if I can find the Plan B story here. 
Yep, here we go. Uh, here's the beginning. That's the end of the story, the summary, but here's the whole story. It says, the Biden administration is pushing forward with another approach to tackling the student debt crisis, while its main initiative, a plan to forgive up to $20,000 in student loans per borrower, remains mired in legal limbo. Even if the debt forgiveness effort is struck down by the courts, the Department of Education's Plan B, let me just stop here. This is a terrible name for this, because this is a famous uh, abortion pill Plan method a, right. that's legal and I think by prescription. But anyway, all right, so enough about that. Anyway, the Education Department, their version of Plan B could help millions of borrowers by overhauling income-driven repayment plans. So income-driven, meaning that you have an income and so you have to repay less. It also stresses, or it also addresses some of the worst pitfalls of student debt, such as negative amortization. or when Amortization. Per- amortization, thank you. or when a person's loan balance keeps growing despite their consistently making payments. The plan to reform income-driven repayment plans, or IDRs, was first announced in August but was overshadowed by the Biden administration's blueprint for forgiving up to $20,000 in debt per borrower, but with the debt relief program stopped in its track by legal challenges and now headed for the... I love this. It's no longer the U.S. Supreme Court. It's now the conservative (laughs) Supreme Court. This is CBS. The Education Department said it's moving forward uh, with the other part of its plan, which will overhaul IDRs with the goal of helping lower and middle income earning borrowers. These are people who are earning. What's right. an IDR? Income-driven uh, repayment plan. Okay. Income-driven. I just told you that. You, you uh, were too well, busy yeah, ID, IDR, income-driven repayment plan. Right. What does that mean? If you make money, you got to pay it yes, back? Yes, if you have a terribly low income, <laughs> you pay back less, and you'll never have to pay back a gobs and gobs oh, of it. Oh, man, that's And if you ha- make a lot of money, you have to, if, like, if you're a doctor, you got to pay it all back. If you're a pauper, you only have to pay a little back. I see. But they keep terrible track of it anyway. The people that have these money tell so us. So, did you go to college to become a pauper? <laughs> Was that something you majored in? I think some fiduciary people, irresponsibility. I think some people are paupers because they went to college. Well, that that, that is quite possibly <laughs> that so. Bankrupt them. But you know, the people have a choice again. Here's the government trying to protect us from ourselves. We borrowed money to get an education, and now we don't want to pay it back. Well, the student loan crisis, as they call it, is one aspect of a big, you know, a big dynamic that has happened where college costs have increased exponentially and people are encouraged to go to college even though they don't know what they want to go for, yeah, which well. is really silly, you know, to go to college to, you know, say, I'm just going to study liberal arts. Well, if you get out of college, how are you going to earn a living to pay well, back the it's loans? it's no, no fault of our sponsors, but the cost of automobiles and vehicles have gone up exponentially over the I years, know. <laughs> you know, and so there's a real crisis in payment. I'd love to go get a new vehicle tomorrow, but the cost of them, it makes me want to hang on to my old one for a little while longer. Yeah, I, it's I, not the best thing. I mean, it's it, for, good for the economy if I go buy a new car. I bought Joe a, a new... Can I get a re- debt repayment plan on that? I bought Joe a new Lincoln Navigator. Yeah, well, you said you did, but I never truck. saw it. Well, because the sticker <laughs> price was $85,000, and you shook your head, no. That's well, too No, high. I was scratching my head. You, you were paying for it. I was more than willing to accept it. Well, I was only paying for it initially. You had to pay me back. Oh, you didn't tell me I that I just part. got an order. I don't know. It, it just seems insane to me that if you, you went to college, you got the benefit of what it is you borrowed the money for. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe. Well, some people don't finish college, though. So you got a lot of, I forget the number, but, you know, like an eighth of the people that went to college don't finish, and they still have the loan. And so that's our fault? That's something we no, should repay? No. 
Yeah, I understand what's happening, and really, this is a lot of this has been talked about during the Democratic sure, campaign, and then President Biden kind of adopted it out of an obligation that it, the student, he ran on it. The student loan debt issue is, of course, entirely brought on by individuals, but it's part of a bigger issue in a manner of speaking because of the high cost of college and individuals who say, well, you have to go to college to get a good job, you know, whether they did or not. Is, who says is, is that? Have you ever story. seen what plumbers get paid, what electricians get paid? Oh, well, yeah, definitely service workers are, can earn a lot of money. That's that's not what this is about. This isn't about tradespeople. This is about students going to college who think they have to go to college without ever exploring a trade, you know. Like, uh, I went to Penn State, but I could have easily stayed helping out an electrician and become an electrician, and I okay. would have made a good living. But your degree is in something you are actually doing today. <laughs> Strangely enough. Okay. Just coincidence. I studied history, but I have nothing to do with history and what I'm, you know, I wanted to teach it. That was well, my whole point going to college. That's a false statement because you have used your historical knowledge. I've used it, but I don't make my living based no, on it. Not, never have. You don't teach it. No. And that's what I started to do. But I didn't, the fact that I didn't go into my chosen career path doesn't mean somebody else should pay for my education. <laughs> Were you saddled, riddled with debt and couldn't recover? No. Did it prevent you from buying a house or getting married or moving on with your life? No, because I went to a place I could afford to go. Right. Amen. Yeah, me too. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. It's 920 in the morning. We're enjoying an open phones Wednesday on WKOK's On The Mark. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Uh, we do have three, four emails now. Boy, we got to get to these. We'll get to them ASAP. But we've talked about a couple of conversation starters. Anything you want to uh, comment on? Uh, so the president's come up with Plan B. They have to come up with another name for it, please. Uh, All right, Plan of, C. Uh, yeah, well, that would even be better because uh, to name it after an abortion pill just doesn't seem right. Uh, we had well, the plan, plan B was around long before the abortion pill was. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a little phrase, but now I think it was made commercially uh, well-known. But that's just my opinion. Uh, student, student loan forgiveness. Uh, we had our warmest year ever well, last see, year. Can't make Europe. the OK sign. That's a white supremacy uh, yeah, signal. Don't make we the can't okay say sign. Plan B because that refers to a, a, a pregnancy pill. The new gun laws are working. And Prince Harry's biography. You want to talk about the Royals? Give us a buzz. Oh. One, one, okay. Joe does not. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six. Doesn't even come close to the Who's Cares test. Well, for me. yeah. And talk about uh, uh, way overspending their five minutes of fame. Yeah, so, they're past their sell by yeah, date. I'm absolutely. afraid. Absolutely. All right, we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I. I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Out of auto repair. All right, guests to be named at a later date. Joe, you got a screen full yeah, of Yeah, we have a caller. Do you we want to take the caller first? All right, we'll go to Mike from Bloomsburg. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. 
Hey, good morning. You know, we've been talking about inflation for a long time here, and now there's rumblings that uh, it's going to start coming down at a good rate, and they'll be cutting interest rates by the end of the year, which <clears throat> I think that would be good. But I have to tell you, we were in a, a local grocery store that I think actually advertises on your uh, network there, and uh, they had the pork roast and the, and the ribs and all that stuff from uh, New Year's that people like to buy. Buy one, get two free. Wow. Okay? And, I, and, I, and I had to read it like three times. I said, you're telling me I can get one of these big roasts and grab two more and only pay for the most expensive one that I picked up. And they said, yeah, that's right. And I said, okay, I'm buying some pork, even though I'm not uh, a big fan of it, but darn it, we're going to find out how to really cook this stuff and enjoy it. So that's a, that's a good thing. But what it tells me is supply and demand matters. They had more supply for this pork than there was demand for it, so they had to lower the price rather than throw it in the garbage can or whatever they do with it when they can't use it. And I think when you're talking about college, that's the same thing, supply and demand. And normally, supply and demand influences price. But when you have the government footing the bill, you can throw that supply and demand curve right out the door. <laughs> right, our great-grandchildren yep. will pay for it. Let somebody else pay the bill. That's right. Right here in Bloomsburg. And I have the, uh, I guess you would call it the, the knowledge of being in Bloomsburg. I went to college here. I left a while. I came back a few years later, and I spent the rest of my life here. And I got to watch all the change that happened from a very small college to a, you know, what, almost eleven or 12,000 student college. And now it's on its way down to, I, I guess, under 10,000 now. And that has created all types of things, problems, okay, with, you know, vacant housing, moving people in here to fill that housing, outside ownership of that housing, okay? When you have outside ownership, you have less uh, commitment, I think, to, to seeing that it's run properly. So we're seeing all those problems here. And this is only little old Bloomsburg. So when you look at our government, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Like, like weeds, okay, on a rainy summer. And what, 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 are, they, what are they doing? They, instead of doing what needs to be done and doing like you would do at your home, do like what I would do at my home, if there's less money coming in than we're spending, we have to make adjustments. But that's not the way it works in Washington. Hmm. And anybody that tries to institute policy and change to live within their means they're branded as, you know, people that want to kill kids and, uh, you know, let, let people starve and let them die on the streets because they don't have a home. So, you know, and who can argue with that? Nobody wants to see that. But there's got to be some change because these problems that we're, government's trying to fix, like the student loans, the homelessness, the drugs, everything that they're doing to fix them doesn't seem to be working, yet we keep doing the same thing over and over. And anybody that's ever had to talk to a shrink, they'll tell you that's the definition of insanity. Keep doing the same thing over and over and expect things to change. And they don't. Well, you've just discovered the secret of the universe. <laughs> We're in trouble. <laughs> We're in trouble. <laughs> that, that's right. And, but you know what? I, I honestly, I think people realize we're in trouble, but the bottom line is one side thinks the other side is the problem, and the other side thinks the side that thinks you're the problem is the problem. And, and we're not going to get anywhere. 
I think Especially Joe, with I, the way these people in Washington have figured out how to win elections. I'm not saying they're they're cheating, but man, oh man, the, the, the data that's available to these people that want to win elections and the way they can implement it and the and manipulate people. Now, and, 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 I, and I'm, I'm going to get off the manipulation thing and get off your phone after I say this. <laughs> I just want to say that there's a tremendous dichotomy in our media. And what I say by that is I've been watching MSNBC and CNN here the last couple of days because I want to see how they're talking about the, uh, uh, the, the business with the uh, classified documents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, <clears throat> those things were found before the midterm elections, okay? We didn't hear about them before the election took place. And then for two more months, all of these people in Washington that generally leak like a sieve never let the cat out of the bag about these documents. Now, I don't bet, because it's a bad thing, okay, for me personally. You can bet all you want, I don't care. But I just don't do it because it leads to bad things for a guy like me. But what do you think the probability... If Donald Trump had documents, and he was the president, you know, with the same circumstances we've had for the last few years, how long would they have stayed secret? And I, that's the question I want for my friends on the left that like to well, write an answer. email to you guys and, and degrade me and call me names. I want them to say, come on and, and defend the position. Why was it kept secret for Biden for all these months? when it would have leaked out in a heartbeat for Trump. That's well, all I want to know. What you, do they think? Yeah, I don't know whether you heard the CBS News at the top of the hour, but they're now reporting that Biden was told on day one, the minute they were discovered, he was told they were there, and yet he didn't order the, the news be released to the American public because of the election. He's a bad man. <laughs> yeah, I think we're in trouble. He's a very, very bad man. <laughs> I think all, once you get into Washington, everybody has their brain removed and uh, sort of a corrupt AI put in, and that's and that's what we got. Both sides hey, of the Mark, aisle. Yes, sir. I don't want to tell you how to run your show, but that little line you have, I think we're in trouble. I think if you put that on a little tape and push a button once in a while, <laughs> that would be like really cool because... That I love that. Well, That's it's funny you would mention that because I'm reading a book about the division in the U.S. and how it's really historical. And about every 30 years in the U.S., we are in trouble. And people say that, and you know, different leaders say that. And there actually was one time when we were in so much trouble that we split apart and had a great big war within the country. But all the other times when somebody says we're in trouble, we never really end up being in that big a trouble. And I have a feeling this is probably one of says those times. You. Well, no, that's <laughs> I, this is the authors talking about this. Okay. Well, you know, I think one of the reasons why we don't recognize the trouble we're in because the majority of the we people don't have the historical part. perspective. Like that example I talked about what I'm seeing here in Bloomsburg. You know, when you get to be my age, oh, yeah, man, this town's really going downhill, and we, you know, we lost all these students, but, hey, it's almost too late for people like me to, to do anything or make any change other than complain on the radio. So I, I, I believe that you are right, Mark, that uh, we, people think every so many years we're in trouble, and people love to say we always come out of it, okay, until we don't. And, hey... Look at how many wars we've had. This country's a young country. Okay, mm-hmm. We don't have that long speaking. of a track record. Sure. But we, how many world wars have we been in? And look how we Two. fall apart and glue ourselves back together again over and over. 
We're very good at it. Well, and I think Alexander Hamilton was the first person to publicly put on the congressional record. We're in trouble. <laughs> and, and we somehow survived that, so we're good to go. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. Take uh, care, man. Appreciate that. All right, Joe, read one thing. Okay. I, I line them up. I want you to tell the audience how I've lined this up for you. Well, it's great. I can't see whether we have any phone calls, but you've certainly lined you up have my to reading look at for the phone. Me. All right, we'll tar- start with the criticism. Well, you did it again, Joe. Yesterday you talked and talked about gas stoves till I was bleary-eyed. And first thing today, you introduced it again, even though you just read an email complaining about how the same old people talk about the same old thing day after boring day. Everything changes except this show. All right. Okay. Thank well, there's the a harsh email. criticism right. well, if I ever heard one. We're not going to talk about gas stoves anymore. <laughs> oh, yes, we are, because nope. it's a topic nope. that people are interested in. No, it is not. Yes, it just is. Just you. No, I'm sorry. Nobody cares. It's been on all the national news. Well, just the news, but not an ongoing conversation. Well, what do you think this program is about? It's about things that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. So says the intro. Taking away people's gas stoves affects life in the central Susquehanna Valley. This show is about the open mic that people get to enjoy. Okay. Okay, well, when the mics and the they can criticize us, no matter how no matter how nasty the criticism is, we can accept it. We can take it. Okay. And Peggy's and Bob's and Karen's, they all get to call in. And Cliff says this sets up an interesting situation with regard to President Obama. He can get Biden off the hook now by stating that he declassified the docs before Biden took possession of them. Uh-huh. But that would also <laughs> get Trump off the hook, since it would be a tacit admission that Trump had the same legal basis to declassify. Docs. On the other hand, Obama says nothing or denies he declassified the docs, and Biden is hung out to dry, and he's in the same boat as Trump. Good right. point, Cliff. 1-800-795-9565. Judy, thank you for calling in. You're on the mark. Good morning. I'd just like to go back to the issue about changing to electric stoves. Okay. What do you think is going to happen in the restaurants? What Can do you, you turn think your radio is going to happen when they're trying to fix your dinner in a very short time? Can you turn your radio down? I can't down? even imagine. <laughs> or not. Can you turn your radio down? Oh, yeah. Okay. Turn it's like the cardinal rule of all talk radio in the history of the world. So. <laughs> Don't call it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. No, no, it's all good. Thanks for calling. But now you were going to say, okay, so what's going to happen if they can only use electric in the kitchen at a restaurant? Yeah, uh, in di- restaurants, yeah. Your dinner's going to be late. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine them even trying to make numerous meals like that? Well, With adjusting some, an electric stove. Yeah, it's probably some they chef have to be crazy to even think that this is going to work. I agree. And look how many restaurants there are. And what should we really do, Joe? Mention this again? We should not ban gas stoves. We should? Slap exactly. a label on it, right. Thank if it's you. a we Deal with something important. <laughs> Well, you know, people can laugh about this issue, but, I mean, it's one more example of government overreach. They've decided that they need to protect us from ourselves, you know, that they've decided that this is something that's dangerous. Yet they allow cigarette smoking to continue. They allow drinking to continue. I mean, people have bad experiences from drinking. You know, they're not content to just let us live our lives. Give us a warning, and then we're, we're responsible adults. If we think we need to do something about it, we'll do something about it. Okay. okay. Well, well, I think that somebody needs to make a call to him and tell him that this is not going to work. <laughs> no way. Well, Agree with you completely, Jay. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I think if you ban, you'll probably have a lot of people that'll violate the ban. 
and say, I'm keeping it. Well, they can't. They'll, they'll, they'll be in trouble <laughs> if there is a ban. Well, maybe you just won't be able to buy new ones. Well, there was a, con- a congressman, I was trying to see if I could find the story, but a congressman said that they would take his gas stove out of his cold, dead hands <laughs> and come get it. <laughs> there you go. You can take the potholder, potholders off my cold, dead hands if you're going to take my stove. All right, thank you so much, Judy. Okay. Thanks for calling in. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Our show is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. I want to remind you who they are and some of the accoutrements of this wonderful business. Of course, two locations. They have accoutrements? Yes, 4th Street and Sunbury and Routes 11 and 15 Homeless Wharf. One of the accoutrements is the body shop where they work on your body and make sure that your body's in perfect condition. Then they'll shine you up before they <laughs> send you out. They all, me full of uh, some kind of gas, too, right? Some uh, nitrogen. Nitrogen. Yes, they got a nitrogen pump you up department. That's over at the Quick Lane where they pump you up with now. Well, they might have it over at the main garage too, but they pump you up with nitrogen so that your tires last longer, run cooler, and have less air pressure change between seasons. They also have a parts department, and this parts department has all kinds of things that are called parts, and they have them for <laughs> Fords and other cars. If you have them, Hyundai and Kia. Let me see if I got you correctly here. The parts department sells mm-hmm. parts. Right, and the Wonderful. alignment. What do you think the alignment shop does? Aligns things? They do. All They're right. in charge of alignments, like a chiropractor for your car. They'll get you all straightened out and do the necessary adjustments. Uh, adjustments. Uh, did I mention they got a body shop? Yes, okay. Yes, you did. And they have a Hyundai shop and a Ford shop and a Kia shop. And they would just love for you to shop for your next vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company. Shop the shops at the Sunbury Motor Company, and you will be a happy shopper. Sunburymotors.com slash shop. Here's a good observation from one of our emailers. says, no better way to have an ongoing conversation about something than to say we're not going to talk about that anymore. Jeez, Mark. Did I say that? <laughs> I don't think I did. I participated. I've refuted all your ridiculous gas stove comments. Well, you did. Well, you didn't dispute Judy's. She had some good comments. She was a wise woman. Yes, she, she was. She gets to say whatever she wants, un- undisputed. All right, we have four calls. All right, Lines are chock full. Bob's on the mark. Thanks for calling in, sir. Good morning, guys. Two topics. Uh, didn't we declare, or somebody declare, that Ukraine is a corrupt government, and also Mexico is, Mexico is the same way? And every 30 days or every so many things, Biden sends $3 million to, over to Ukraine to, for the war and whatever, but he doesn't do anything about Mexico. Did you know, uh, I only heard it on Fox, but there was a war going on in Mexico. They got uh, Guzman's two sons, and the, the military was totally outgunned, so why don't we declare the, the cartels a, a terrorist group and then help the Mexicans out? Because they're the ones that are sending the fentanyl over here and also all these immigrants. I guess question. the government never thought about it. And isn't it ironic that Biden was down there when this was going on? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, good timing. Try to do it when I'm out of town when I'm finally addressing something that uh, you told me to address. Right. So, yep. Okay. Yeah, good well, point. Where, where he went, there was nothing going on. I mean, they sanitize the place before he gets there, and then it goes back to the hellhole after he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> they clean up the wall. Nice picture. Yeah, right. right. Anyhow, thanks, guys. Yep, thank thanks, you, sir. Bob. All right, upper right-hand corner real fast. Jim. All right. Dick says, putting this in context, when I served in the U.S. Army, Security Agency 61-64 in Southeast Asia, I held a very high-level security clearance. That said, at the time, every piece of classified material was shared on a need-to-know basis. I would hope that in today's world, no matter what a person's government position might be, that concept would still be adhered to. There is no earthly reason that all the members of Congress 
staff, and such should have unlimited access to top-level classified information. The old concept, loose lips sink ships, when I mustered out of the Army. I signed a document not to discuss my work or job for 30 years. Now, 60 years later, I am shocked to listen on a regular basis to many of these government officials seeming to treat classified material as if it was supermarket tabloid news. My fear, we will be defeated by our enemies, uh, not by our enemies, but by our own stupidity. Mm, yeah, good email. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you're on the mark. Please give us your I good factual. I wonder who he's talking about there, that last caller. I haven't heard anybody uh, disclosing top secret information on the TV or radio every day. No, I think there's. I think probably talking about we we'd mentioned in passing the many leaks out of Washington D.C. Uh, which isn't all top secret stuff most of the time. It's about top secret stuff, but it isn't the top secret stuff <laughs> itself. Okay. And uh, I think uh, the idea that America is made up of responsible adults is a little dubious. <laughs> And uh, the gas stove thing is a complete farce because nobody's proposed anything about banning uh, gas stoves. They're considering a ban. Yeah, That's the story. They, they are considering everything. They said they, that was they the story. Answer. Says the we story. We haven't decided on anything, so we're considering everything. The story says they are considering a ban. That's the story from CBS. They're considering a ban because are you considering a ban? We're considering everything. Well, they specifically said they were considering a ban. I think they're also considering doing nothing, but we're not worried yes. about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, but Joe can talk about it forever and ever and thinks it's a, a, the whole secret of the universe and why Democrats are so bad because they consider things. Oh my gosh, they consider things. Yeah, and if you had a child, would you, if your if your child was still young, would you not want to know that gas stoves unventilated might not be the healthiest thing? No, he believes in ignorance. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it served him very well. <laughs> uh, right. I'm not going to say anything. It worked for him too long. Well, it was considered. He thinks Schiff is, is totally irresponsible and calls him a pencil neck geek all the time mm. and then can't remember his name because it sounds like something he doesn't want to can isn't allowed to say on the air <laughs> uh, how adult of him and then he he loves jim jordan who is hardly responsible <laughs> and hardly contributes to to uh political progress but it's, he's one of his favorites. He wanted him to be Speaker of the House, even. Joe was said, hey, make a great Speaker of the House, by golly. Joe, is that but, true? But, Joe, yeah, Joe mentioned that. He said, oh, Jim Jordan's a good choice. Did you say that, Joe? And Jordan doesn't want the job because he knows that's not what he's interested in at all. He's interested in investigating and owning the libs. He isn't interested in governing. I mean, that's clear as anything. Are you not talking? No, I'm just tearing Joe, me if you go back, read Schiff's uh, uh, final speech there to the, about the Trump uh, first impeachment, and you'll find he predicted exactly what Trump was going to do Chris, uh, when he got out, what, if he's not convicted of this. Chris Joe's doing accurate. A, 
Chris Joe's doing a Fred Keller. He's not no, talking I'm listening. to us. I'm listening to the criticism being leveled at me by a man who sees nothing good about Republicans ever, and uh, Democrats are just God's gift to humanity. Oh, and anything God. that a Republican proposes is wrong, irrelevant, and criminal. Certainly they aren't God's gift to humanity, in my opinion, Joe. You can figure that out. Well, you certainly speak highly of them and lowly of Republicans. <laughs> In comparison to Republicans only. <laughs> okay. And and the whole thing about uh, uh, trying to equate this uh, Biden thing without knowing any information about it yet with what Trump did and the idea that... Uh, Biden should have ordered people to talk about a case that the Department of Justice is looking into? No, that should be kept silent. When did you learn about the, the Trump thing? A year and a half after it happened. After the first subpoenas, he didn't even be subpoenaed and you didn't hear about it the first time. Yeah, but given the fuss the Democrats made about it, you would think he would want to get oh, on top of it. Oh, now you changed the rules. Now you want no. stricter rules because of something else. No, I'm just saying that you would yeah, think... Yeah, that's what you just said. I, as usual, you won't let me finish a sentence. I think the problem... Go ahead, then. Finish your Never sentence. mind. Forget it. <laughs> exactly, because you know you're wrong. It's, got to, it's being Fred Keller. All right, Chris, we'll give you the last word. i got to hit the button here real quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, no last word. Just use your head. Look at what's going on. <laughs> but that's Look not the partisan nature of the show. The, the goal is to knock them in with well-rounded, helpful conversation. It's to diss the Democrats. Come on now. All right. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks for calling in. All right. Hold on, guys. Uh, last two callers of the day are lined up. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right. Uh, what do you want me to do? All right. Well, we'll go ahead here. Now, 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 people, as usual, to deflect the, our attention from the serious matter of Biden as vice president deciding not to put some classified documents away from the National Archives when he, as VP, had no jurisdiction to do so. So what does the Democratic Party dream up to steal our attention away from the classified document debacle so story? Oh, yes. Really upset people immediately, scaring the heck out of them about banning gas stoves. Ha, ha, 
<laughs> Seems to be working. And then if that wasn't enough, add the breakdown at the airports, which I'm sure our transportation secretary, with no experience, will get straightened out. Meanwhile, we are fretting about the gas stoves when every restaurant everywhere has gas stoves to operate. Such nonsense. Don't fall for it. Stay focused. President Trump was the president of the United States, and who was permitted to declassify documents and keep them? This crooked administration we have now wants to run this country like China. Constant overreach. All right. Al, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Al? I just got off a speakerphone. Um, yeah, that last uh, thing you read was right on the money. They're waving the left hand again and then giving you the uppercut with the right. Um, <laughs> but anyways, they went, didn't want to do uh, terrorist organization against the cartel because the Mexican government is big into the into the cartel too. Half of them are part of you know the cartel, letting everything go to hell in Mexico, and we're going the same way here. Um, I was more interested in Trump going down there and finding out if the El Presidente would be interested now in declaring war along with us on the cartel and. Start taking out some of these fentanyl factories that are killing a hundred thousand people a year, and actually do something about the border. And uh, I—that's what I was waiting to hear. You know, uh, yeah, I don't years. think you're going to hear anybody to declare war on the cartels. Uh, they are certainly an enemy. I mean, they have chemical warfare on our country. They're killing a hundred thousand people a year. Most of them are young, and they're—they're they're not really overdosing. They're being poisoned. Because they're thinking they're, you know, ordering something over the internet that's going to help them study and keep them awake or take care of their stomach ache or whatever, and and uh, they're falling into it, and they end up dead in the morning, and their parents, you know, find these good kids poisoned in their bedrooms overnight. I mean, that's very serious, and and what's happening at the border, all the, you know, trouble that the. Uh, illegal migrants are going through and the cartels making all that money why would we not want to I mean we got a war on drugs there's the drugs okay and then you know the chip the ships that are coming in say well we decided this ship is full of the chemicals to make the, the illegal drugs and this is from China we'll give you about 15 minutes to get off of that ship because that ships we're going to sink it mm-hmm and, okay. and things might slow down a little bit. But that would get make, serious. That seems like a little heavy-handed and well, a little impractical. What are they doing to us? We're going to sit around and take it? We take it. They're well, killing 100,000 people a year, and they're invading us on the on the southern border. Sounds like war. Well, as yeah. we voluntarily, not pretty. We voluntarily de decline to seal our southern border, and we voluntarily take the fentanyl. So it's our own dumb fault, not theirs. Okay. Good they're point. Just, they're just capitalists. Hey, we got to get the next caller. Thank yeah. you, Al. Okay. And we have an email here that's worth reading. Uh, this one says, Chris nitpicks over words that everyone speaks, but he is the worst offender of all. Nobody has such a command and use of the English language as Chris. He zeroes in on what is wrong with everyone's opinions, but doesn't seem to hear what he himself says, which is usually so twisted and convoluted that he sounds silly. What a terrible debater. Okay. All right. Harry, go right ahead. you got a couple minutes. 
Hey, good morning, guys. I wanted to touch base on, have you ever heard of the, uh, uh, let me see what it's called here, the Humanitarian Response and Relief Centers in New York? No, I don't believe no. I've heard of that. <laughs> that is one of the uh, high-cost items that is caused by the opening of the southern border and not policing it. What they do is that's where all the people that got bused to New York City get put in these hotels, including one that the uh, city pays up to five, four to five hundred dollars a night for. What? Instead of uh, yes, uh, the Row Hotel. Is that with I'm room swear. service or is that R-O-W. without room service? Well, Harry. what happens is they supply them with food, sandwiches and bagels, fruits, vegetables, uh, soft drinks, uh, microwavable food that's uh, prepared that's, that can be microwaved, and then they wind up throwing out about 40% of that food. They used to have about six to seven bags per garbage uh, per floor. Now they have 15 to 20. They have fights. They have uh, World Cup parties where there was a party, broken furniture. They have people that are cooking on hot stoves in the room, on the on the floor, on carpeting. Uh, <laughs> if in that hotel, that particular hotel, the Row Hotel, R-O-W. Sounds like Shemokin If damn. you had been caught smoking as a guest there, you would have paid a $500 charge. Now they have people cooking on uh, uh fire starting equipment or you know equipment that could start a fire and wipe out the 28 28 floors of this hotel but that's just another cost of what is happening with not protecting and sealing our southern border and people don't talk about that the other thing joe is i want you to know do not get upset by chris because i am relatively (laughs) sure that chris must not be able to walk because the weight of being so perfect would weigh him down so much that he would not be able. Ah, come on, anymore. people! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so but you're I saying? Do think that the, uh, you know, when you talk about uh, let's forgive student loans, student loan debt, and everything else, you've got to start looking at what government is wasting money on in other areas, mm-hmm. and let's get away from that and still hold people responsible for what they are responsible for. We as taxpayers should not be paying for somebody to be in a $500 a night hotel room and getting free food and then throwing it out. Amen. I couldn't agree with you more, Harry. Thank you. I disagree. (laughs) I think a 500 room... I'd like to go up there and spend a night in a $500 a night hotel room with free food. Who doesn't? (laughs) Thank you, Harry. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Lynn Hall, our fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. Yeah, we said she's had a busy day today. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> See you tomorrow. We'll probably have an egg-headed professor tomorrow to be announced. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.